Welcome home with Pastor Alice Smith, a program that represents the place that Christ has prepared for us. Hey, uh, welcome to the Welcome Home broadcast with Pastor Alice Smith. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Such a beautiful day, beautiful time. So I'm going to welcome you to this broadcast. Let's start out in prayer. Father, we bless you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for the people who have ears to hear and a heart to receive your word today. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move upon them, Lord God, and that you would bless them, that you would touch them. You would change their lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I always pray about what the Lord wanted me to give to you today. And today is a great day because I'm talking about passion. Now, what is passion? You know, passion is defined as uh, strong, controllable emotions. You know, that's passion. You know, maybe you have a passion to um, play sports or maybe you have a passion to watch sports. You like watching your favorite team win the day or maybe you have a passion to cook. You know, you love cooking uh, mac and cheese or just baking uh, bread or whatever your passion is. Or maybe you have a passion to sew. You like sewing uh, uh, on the sewing machine or maybe crocheting or knitting or any, any time, anything like that. So passion is something that you have a strong desire to do or strong emotions uh, to do. And you have that passion because you enjoy doing it. You love doing it. And then you also like seeing the results of what you get when you do what it is you love to do. So see, God has given us something. Uh, if you're born again a Christian today, God wants me to talk to you about zeal. Zeal is kind of similar, but zeal is what God speaks about in the Bible. And zeal says, uh, according to the dictionary, it says, it's great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an, um, or an objective. So see, we should have a zeal to see the lost saved, to see people healed, to see people delivered. Maybe you're a born-again believer and you hate seeing uh, homeless people on the streets and you're, you hate seeing people throw their lives away with maybe drugs, alcohol. So you have a, a zeal in your life. That that's it. That's like a passion that you want to witness Jesus Christ to the world, to save people so that people can receive Jesus Christ, so people can have hope. So maybe you have that zeal or that passion within you that the Holy Spirit has put there. And you love winning souls for Christ. You love talking about the Lord. You love going out into your community and, and helping the poor. Maybe even, even um, taking food to people who are hungry or who have not. So you have that zeal or that passion because the Holy Spirit has given you that and you're and you're enthusiastic about it because you see the results of people's lives changed and of how God sets them free. And so God wants us to have that passion or that zeal, especially for those that don't know Christ. I know for myself, 
you know, sometimes when I go grocery shopping or maybe I'm in the mall or, or wherever it is and I see a person in a wheelchair or I see a person sick, I have a desire to want to pray for them that, they, that God would heal them and they would walk. Or maybe I see a blind person and I know that God could heal them. And so it's by the wisdom and the power of the Holy Spirit that these miraculous miracles happen. So sometimes the Lord will lead me to go and ask them if I can pray for them. And then I see God uh, heal them instantly or I see God uh, open their blind eyes or I see them walk. See, this is all by the power of the Holy Spirit. So God wants you because he's given us the power. Jesus says that we have the keys to the kingdom. And whatsoever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatsoever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So Jesus Christ has given us the keys to the kingdom. That's his born again believers. That we can pray and things happen. We can pray and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So God has given us that today. And I want to encourage you if God has given you that zeal today. And you feel like that, you know, you haven't been enthusiastic about winning souls for Christ. I'm going to pray for you that God will give you back that zeal. That God will give you back that um, that passion to see the lost saved. To see the people healed. I'm going to pray for you because, see, sometimes the enemy, well, not sometimes, but all the times, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy so he comes to take away the anointing or the blessing that God has put on our life for us to go forth. But because of distractions and because of weights that we carry in our life, we sometimes lose that zeal or that, that passion to do what we know we want to do. And then when we do it, we feel contentment. We feel uh, uh, happy because he were pleasing the Father because see, that's what Jesus wants us to do as his disciples to share our testimony, to share hope to the hopeless and to give them hope for tomorrow. So I got a scripture for you and I'll be reading from the King James Version. And this is Romans chapter 10 verses 1 through 3 and it reads, it says, brethren, and this is Paul, Paul's talking to the church in, 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 at Rome and he says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So what Paul was saying is that the, that his prayer for Israel was that they be saved. And see, our prayer is that men will be saved. God wants salvation for the lost. He wants people to receive him. But see, they had a zeal of God, but not according to understanding. So they didn't understand that they were ignorant of God's righteousness. They were ignorant of God's ways. They were ignorant of God's way for salvation and they were establishing their own ways their own methods and so sometimes in life you know we we want to establish the way a person should be saved or we want to establish the way it should happen 
But see, we have to have the zeal of God with understanding that the Holy Spirit will move upon us to witness to this woman or this man or this girl or this boy, or even to even say um, a, a word of cheer, to say, hello, God loves you. Whatever it is, it's planting a seed for salvation for that person. So if you have lost your zeal today, I want to pray for you that God will return that zeal that you had once before. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Father, for the people today. I pray, Lord God, that you will just enlarge their hearts right now, Lord God. Give them the zeal that they once once had, Father, for winning the loss. Give them the ability to share their testimony with their neighbors and with their friends, Lord. I pray, Father God, that they would understand what you are saying to them in receiving the zeal. So I pray, Holy Spirit, right now in Jesus' name, that they will feel your touch and confirm to them to wake up and now is the time. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the time for them to see the, the right way, to walk in the right path, and to understand your calling that you have on their life. I see a young man. God has called you to the ministry, and you've been running from it. You've been saying, no, no, no. But God says his eye is upon you. He sees where you're at, and he's calling you to himself. So young man, you know who I'm talking to, and I want you to call us. Our 1-800 number is on the screen. Call us, and we will pray with you today so that you can be in right standing, and you can move forward in the things that God has for you to do. Amen? And another scripture I want to talk about is Titus chapter 2, verse 14. And this is what Jesus did. He said, who gave himself for us? That, we, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. So see, Jesus Christ gave himself for you and for me so that we would be saved from our sins and from all iniquity and that we would have a pure heart and be a peculiar people. Peculiar people are not like other people. They're different. And that we would have seeds of good work. Good works means things that you're doing for Christ. Only what you do for Jesus Christ will last. You might be doing your own business or maybe you're doing, you know, things on the side, but you're not doing the work that God has called you to do. So God is calling you back to be zealous for him, to do the work that he has called you to do. Amen. And I pray that you hear God's voice today. And that you get in right standing with him to do that work. And if you need prayer today, I want you to call us. Our 1-800 number is on the screen. Call us and we can pray for you so that you can be on the right path. Because the Holy Spirit is tugging at your heart right now. Amen? Praise God. And if you need further prayer, call us. Our 1-800 number is on the screen. Praise God. I want you to stay tuned for our musical selection. God bless you. To the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart be praying room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and Oh, he rules the world. 
Welcome back to our broadcast of Welcome Home. Praise God. God is so good. And Jesus, he is real. He's real today. And I pray that your ears are open to his word. Because he says that his word will not return unto him void. So his word accomplishes that which he pleases in your life. So when you hear the word of God, it's just not words that's being heard. But it's your spirit man that's receiving the word of God. And receiving what God is saying to you. So you can't run from it. Amen. Your physical body may fall asleep. Or maybe your physical body may say turn it off. But see the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And say no. Listen to what God is saying to you today. See our God is a provider. He provides all of our needs. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so many people have many needs. There's many Many, many prayers that's going up to God. You know, God, help me in this situation. God, help me in this court situation. God, help me with food. God, help me with shelter. God is hearing all of these prayers. And he's here to answer your prayers. Do you have faith to believe that God can do this for you today? Whatever your need is, God says that he can help you. So I want you to listen to the scripture as we go over the word of God today. Get your pen and your paper out and you take notes. And we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 14. And we'll be reading verses 13 through 21. And this is a miracle of the 5,000 people who were fed. Amen. So we'll read. Let us read. Matthew chapter 13. And we're reading verses. Um, Matthew chapter 14. I'm sorry. And we'll be reading verses 13 through 21. When Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a de desert place, place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. 
And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them. And he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a desert place and the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained twelve baskets full. And they that had eaten were about five thousand men besides women and children. So you see here a great miracle that Jesus did. And you see here that these people, they followed Jesus because they knew that he could help them. And, it, you know, it started with verse um, 13. It said that they followed him on foot out of the city. So they came with desperation, seeking Jesus. And see, Jesus, he was moved with compassion because he saw their knees. And see, just like today, the Holy Spirit Lord Jesus is moved with compassion. He sees your need. He sees your cry for desperation. He sees that you have need of something. And these particular people, they had need of one sickness because he healed all of their sick. And then the disciples wanted to send all these people away because, you know, now it was getting red. It was getting dark. They were in the desert and they didn't have any food. He didn't think that he could do anything to help but Jesus says well, what do we have here and they had five fishes and two loaves of bread and there was a mighty miracle that took place that day with five fishes and two, lo two loaves of bread the multitude probably didn't well the multitude didn't know that that was a miracle they just knew that Jesus was able to supply all of their needs but the disciples saw that so see many of you don't realize that there's a miracle about to take place in your life. Maybe you are barren and you want to have a child. So I'm going to pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for that woman who is barren, Lord God. I pray that you will feel, she will feel right now your presence over her stomach. That she will have a baby, Lord God, this time next year. And I thank you, Lord God, for opening up her womb. To have a child in Jesus name and this is a regular um, woman but you're married and this is not for anyone who's not married and who's fornicating this is for a holy woman of God who has been seeking a child and she has not been able to have a child God says by this time next year you will have a child those that were barren will now be made whole and your womb is now open for for um, they for a baby and I see also someone who has a court case I see that you're worried about how the outcome is going to come God is saying trust him trust him trust him and he's with you and that he will not forsake you so I pray that you grab hold of that word today amen praise God and so we see here there's so many um, things in the word of God that 
is, is close to our situation. So maybe you're without food today and you need food in your household and you don't know how it's going to come. So I'll just pray, Father, that you would send a man or a woman to go and bring food to that person today. That they will have someone knock at their door and their door, when they go to the door, they'll have groceries of food and money for their household. And if you believe that, and you receive that. I want you to call us. Amen. That's your faith. See, these people had a need. And Jesus said that he's going to meet your need today. And that's what God has done for you today. So I pray that you receive that prayer. And if you need further prayer, I want you to call us. Our 1-800 number is on the screen. It's 1-800-380-2127. But remember that Jesus did a miracle with little or, or with nothing, uh, what, five, uh, five fishes and two loaves of bread to feed 5,000 people. That's more, he's more than enough. God is more than enough. He's what you need today for your situation. So call us and maybe you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior or you don't know about him. Call us and we'll tell you about him and we'll give you a chance to receive him as Lord and Savior. Today is your day, your day. Today is the day of salvation. Won't you call us? Won't you call today and give us your prayer for salvation? God bless you and have a wonderful day. Stay tuned for our tea thought. God bless you. Hi, welcome back to our broadcast of Welcome Home. God bless you. We have different things to talk about. So I know at Christmas time, there's so many symbols that you see during Christmas and I want to talk about just a couple more things. And here we have a beautiful wreath. And you know, the wreath has symbolism that represents and always refers to Jesus Christ and always about celebrating his birth. So I'm going to read you what it says here about the wreath. It says, the wreath symbolizes the real nature of love. Real love never ceases. Love is one continuous round of, effect, of affection. So you see it's circled in, in, uh, as round. So the round is meaning that is infinity that never stops. So God's love for, for you, it never stops. It never ceases. He never ceases to love us. His love is unconditional. It's not based on how you act or what you do. But his love was given to you through Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a wonderful symbol of the wreath at Christmas time. Amen. And another symbol we want to talk about is a gift. Now we know that many people get a lot of gifts during Christmas and maybe you only get one gift. But what does a gift represent during Christmas? Why do we give gifts during Christmas time? So I'm going to read you the definition of what it says about gift. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that all who believe will not perish but have everlasting life. Thanks to God for his unspeakable gift. The wise man bowed before the holy babe and presented him with gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We should always give gifts in the same spirit of the wise man. So we remember that when the wise men came to present gifts to Jesus, they presented frankincense, myrrh, and and um, gold, and so it was the first gift to show um, the heart of man you know, that God.
God freely gave us his son. So as a gift, we freely give gifts at Christmas time because of the love in our hearts for others and because of what Jesus has done for us. So giving gifts from your heart is a true, unspeakable gift. Just as Jesus, God gave Jesus an
you for watching today's broadcast with Pastor Alice Smith. We invite you to tune in next week as we continue to explore the place that Christ has prepared for us. Welcome home.